0: Good morning, welcome to Horizon at Home. I'm Erica Allen, I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church, and I'm so glad you are joining us this morning for worship. We are beginning our third message in the series, The Heart of Worship. How can we have hearts that be wildly, that just beat absolutely wildly for the love of God and for the things God loves in our world, for the people in the community around us? On Wednesday morning, I woke up with a heart that was not very grateful for anything. I was in a terrible mood. On Wednesday in Tampa, it rained and was dreary and nasty all day long. I was home with my kids because it was a holiday. And I was like, I can't tell you all how terrible of a mood I was in. Finally, by nine o'clock, we'd been up for a couple hours. By nine o'clock, I was like, sit in front of the TV, kids, watch PBS Kids, and don't speak to me and leave me alone. And I was sneaky and went back to my bedroom. I opened my Bible, pulled up um, the the spreadsheet for what scripture we were going to read this week for the heart of worship, and I began studying this week for the message. As I began, even before I could open my Bible, I got a notification on my phone that a category one hurricane, Hurricane Eta was headed straight for us. And I was like, oh my goodness, you're kidding me. This is the worst day ever. Um, uh, not even 10 seconds later, I got a notification from, um, from the preschools that they were going to be closed Thursday and maybe even Friday, uh, depending on the damage from the storm. And I'm just like, I, like, 2020, no more. I'm done. I'm in a terrible mood. I don't even want to like read my Bible right now. This is awful. I don't want to do this. And I realized, like, Erica, just get involved with what the message is supposed to say. Just sit here and listen to God. I think God has something for your heart. So I just took a few deep breaths and I looked at the scripture that we were going to focus on for the message this morning. And this is what it was. It's found in Romans chapter one, verse 20. And I want you to, I want you to hear these words. Just take a good deep breath right now. And I want you to hear these words. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse so that people are without excuse. And I just read it a couple more times. For since the creation of the world, since the beginning of the world, since God created the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, this power that is mightier and stronger than anything we experience or know, his eternal power And his divine nature, the sense that he is God and nothing else in our lives or in our world will ever be that. These qualities have been clearly seen because being understood from what has been made. You can look around at what has been made and you are no longer able to have an excuse for having a heart that doesn't worship and love God. You are without excuse. I needed to hear those words in 2020 when I have been filled with a million excuses. I'm not going to do that this year because of COVID. I'm not going to do this because we can't get together. I'm not going to do this because there's a tropical storm. In In a year where I've done nothing but make excuses of why my heart can't love and worship God and love and serve our community, God says no more excuses if your heart is continuing to put you in a crummy mood, if you can't find peace or joy in anything anymore, I just, I wanna encourage you to look at some of the excuses that you are making. Because people are without excuses. No more excuses. Because God has created the world and the things in it. And it's time we look around and we see that. No more excuses. I'm reading this, God has clearly said to me, Erica, no more excuses. And David, my four year old, busts in my bedroom door. I'm sitting in the corner, reading quietly, having this moment with God. And David says, mom, let's go for a scooter ride in the rain. And I was like, no. I just put clean clothes on you. Like we're not going outside. I I can hear the rain like hitting the roof. I can see it dripping off the roof. No, we're not going outside in this, absolutely not, no. And he puts his hands on his hips and he says, mom, no excuses, let's go for a scooter ride. And I was like, David, you had to use the words God has already used with me, didn't you? So I was like, put on your rain boots and your rain jacket and we'll go for a scooter ride calls his sister who's almost three he says Emma we're going for a scooter ride in the rain get your rain boots and my kids put on their rain jackets they pull on their rain boots and we head outside for a scooter ride I put on my rain jacket, put it, you know, over my head, pull on my rain boots. And I I opened the front door and I don't know if if y'all know this or not, but in Tampa, it was nine billion degrees, even with a category one hurricane headed towards us. It felt like I stepped outside in a sauna. And I have on this rain, this like plastic rain jacket and these rubber rain boots. And I'm like, it, it I'm literally going to die of a heat stroke right here in the middle of a hurricane. Like, no, we're not going for a scooter ride everybody back inside and the kids are like no excuses mom we want to go for a scooter ride I'm like fine so we cram their helmets down over their hoods on their on their heads and we head off for a scooter ride and I even though God had just said no more excuses look around and see what all I'm doing and and have been doing even though I'm like looking all around at that and I've just heard that I'm in a terrible mood because it's raining and it's hot and it's nasty and I just don't want to do this anymore. And the kids are like having a blast riding through puddles. They're just like absolutely loving being outside. And David's like, can we go a little bit further? I'm like, no, it's raining. We're going home right now. Like we're going around the block one time and we're going home. And David looked at me and he said, mom, sometimes when it rains and I don't get to do what I want to, I I just think that the rain is God's way of telling the grass, I love you. Or telling this tree, I love you. Or, mom, those carrots that we just planted in our garden, that's God's way of telling the carrots, I love you. I'm like, David, <laughs> you're right. God's divine nature, God's eternal power, is visible to us all around us. In a world where I have a million excuses to be in a crummy mood, God is telling the carrots and the trees and the grass, I love you. And a four-year-old and a three-year-old are stomping in puddles, having the time of their lives. No more excuses for the crummy mood, Erica. No more excuses for a heart that's not beating wildly for me. No more excuses. No more excuses. So tell me, God, tell me how to live like that. That's what I want to know this morning. That's what I needed to know on Wednesday morning. How, God, can I live with no more excuses? How can my heart actually worship you? And we've got to begin to recognize God's eternal power. If you think you have excuses, and some of you have mighty excuses, you are dealing with health diagnoses that are just absolutely heartbreaking. Some of you are dealing with family situations that are tragic and terrible. Some of you are dealing with economic pressure and financial pressure that is almost unbearable. And so, to look at you this morning and to say, Have a heart for God, have a heart for God, anyway, you are without excuse. I have a hard time saying that to you, but I want you to hear this. It's, it's really good news. God's eternal power, his power that is mighty and stronger than those temporary moments that we are dealing with right now, the, since the creation of the world, we can actually see this power, this eternal power at work in our lives. God's eternal power. What things What things are around you that are stronger than what you are dealing with right now? God's eternal power. It is stronger than your medical diagnosis. It is stronger than your financial crisis. It is stronger than your dysfunctional family issues. It is stronger. God's power is more mighty. And if you want to start having a heart that quits making excuses and starts walking towards worshiping God, then begin to trust in and look for God's eternal power, which can be seen. It's been made clear to us so that we are without excuse. So begin right now looking for the things that show us God's eternal power, the things that are mightier and stronger than what we are experiencing in this very moment and begin looking for the ways God's divine nature, the things that can no longer be explained, those miracles that have, that have bubbled up, even maybe in this season. When there have been times where I'm just like, what, what is a new church supposed to do? We don't even have a place to meet. God gave us a gift of an old church that had closed a, a, over a year ago. God gave us this gift and said, worship outside here in a safe way. In Florida, it's beautiful weather. Like You will know about my eternal power and my divine nature. There's going to be a moment sitting out there worshiping God that we we look around and we're like, something bigger than us created this world. Something bigger than us is giving us gifts that can no longer be explained. If you are ready to have a heart that quits making excuses, and begin looking for the ways God's divine nature has made itself clear? What are those gifts in your life that you can no longer explain? What are those eternal power moments of God that demonstrate God is stronger than any temporary thing we are dealing with right now? Folks, we are without excuse. Some of you are dealing with heavy and hard things. And God still wants your heart to beat wildly in love for him and for the people around you. God still wants your heart to beat wildly for God and for the things of God in this world. God wants your heart to worship all the time. Worship God. Those things that that thing in our world, that power in our world that is eternal and stronger than anything. That divine nature those moments where we can't explain what we're dealing with anymore. So if you are living by making excuses, I can't experience peace today because I experienced this in my past. I can't do this because this is what I bring to the table. No more excuses. God is more powerful than your your addictions. God is more powerful than your doubts. God is more powerful than the dysfunctional family you're dealing with. God is more powerful than that. And God's divine nature, God's divine nature wants to give you gifts that are unexpected and life-changing in this season. If you're ready to live without excuse, It is time to open our eyes and recognize those things that God is and has done all around us. I am without excuse anymore. There is a God who's given us gifts that we do not deserve. There is a God who is more powerful than all of the things, COVID and hurricanes and economic pressures and financial issues. God is more powerful than any of that that has been thrown our way already this year. God's more powerful and God's divine nature, his God's gift giving, his unexplainable and loving gift giving is changing our lives and the lives around us. We are without excuse. We are without excuse. And so this morning, I want to ask you, what are some things you can name that God has done for you? What are some things you can, can say, this is a gift I didn't deserve? And how can your heart worship and love God, say thank you for that, and love and serve the community around you? God is asking us and calling us to do that right now. Some of you have never, ever made the decision to give your heart completely over to God. To say, God, here is my heart. Your power is more powerful than the things that have been pulling on it lately. Here is my heart and my life. Here is my heart and my life, God, because your divine nature wants to give me a gift of grace that I do not deserve through the power of Jesus Christ who died on the cross and was rose again. You gave me through your divine nature, you gave me a gift of forgiveness and love and new life that I did not deserve. This morning, If you want to start living with a heart of worship, say yes to those things. For the first time ever, say yes. Send us a PM right now, a personal message, a a direct message, and say, hey, I just made this decision for the first time, and I want to talk about it. What's my next step? What is my next step? Right now, if you've made that decision for the first time, send us a message. Call us. Get in touch with us. that You may begin the next step of giving your heart over to worship God so that you can worship and love God and worship and love our community. Will you pray with me this morning? God, for the many things that pull on the hearts of, of our people, of your people, I pray God that, that today, right now, that we will be left without excuse. That Some way we will recognize by your grace, your divine nature and your eternal power those things that cannot be explained. Give us a moment where we recognize you are stronger than what it is that we are dealing with. We give you our hearts and our lives, and we ask you to use us to shine your light and ignite your change in this world. Give us hearts that beat wildly for that and impact our community in that way. We love you, and we thank you for loving us. Amen.